At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Time action here on VSIN and MSG Plus. I'm Jeff Parles, Adam Candy alongside Ben Wilson with us as well. And uh, let's uh let's go through some scores in Major League Baseball. Let's start in Philadelphia. The Braves have gotten on the board against Zach Wheeler, and they're still hitting in the top of the third inning. One apiece, Adam. The Braves, who were about uh, about a plus one forty eight underdog, are now plus one ten live. Really, this was a matter of Max Fried surviving the first and giving the team a chance to get back into the game. As Ben mentioned earlier, Guillermo Heredia with a great catch on what could have been a three-run home run to center field to make this a 4 nothing game, giving Atlanta a chance to get back involved. Frankly, the fact that we are still trending toward uh, potentially the number here at 7.5, surprising considering the fact that uh, the Phillies could have had a lot of runs in the first. 1-1, one, one. Uh, again, the uh, the Braves, uh, Freddie Freeman, an RBI hit to tie that game up in the third inning. In Boston, the Yankees just squandered a big opportunity to get more than one off of the Red Sox. And uh, Adam, Eduardo Rodriguez having to leave that game in the second inning. Yankees do lead one nothing, and Garrett Cole looking sharp so far through t- uh, inning and two-third. 
You wonder why the Yankees are a dog with Garrett Cole on the mound. Then you see them have second and third and nobody out and not score a single run. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the 2021 New York Yankees. Yankees live right now against the Sox. They are minus 170 with Cole on the mound looking very sharp so far in the early goings at Fenway. Much better than the last time he pitched at Fenway Park. At City Field, uh, Tyler McGill having his way so far with the explosive Toronto offense. Pete Alonso's two-run homer, the difference right now. Mets two, Blue Jays nothing. The Mets minus 450 favorites right now as they play uh, through two and a half. And McGill sharp so far for New York. Well, this could be a situation as we track this thing as it goes along where there could be an opportunity to play and over uh, with Toronto's bullpen and Toronto's offense involved. Eight is your current total on this one down from nine at close. In Cleveland, the uh, the Cleveland Indians, soon to be the Cleveland Guardians, and the Tampa Bay Rays are, uh, are playing quite the ball game so far. Nelson Cruz homered. Uh, in his second Tampa Bay Ray at bat, and Jose Ramirez just hit a very long home run off of Fleming, and it's now 4-3 to three Tampa, and that line is currently off the board because uh, the Ramirez homer legitimately happened as I was talking. That was impressive. Jose Ramirez, uh, after struggling for parts of last year, back to MVP form this season, Jeff, for the Cleveland Indians. Uh, they raise minus 210 right now. By the way, also... Uh, the Rays, uh, Randy Rosarena had a uh, had a little league home run before Adam Candy, which well, uh, would you always love that? Uh, well, how many errors run that play, Ben? Two or three? Uh, two, both by Jose Ramirez. So he got oh, okay. So he got all the runs back with the homer plus one. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Four to three. Tampa still a uh, still a reasonable favorite of minus two ten in Cleveland. Uh, the Marlins get one back against San Diego. It's now three one Padres in the bottom of the third inning. Padres uh, minus 142 closing favorites with Joe Musgrove on the mound minus 420 live ra- right now. And we'll say this Musgrove who has had some inefficiency problems recently so far, pretty efficient, only 31 pitches to get the first seven. And if Machado makes a great play, eight outs, yep. Make it eight outs on 32 pitches for Musgrove so far. Even better play by Eric Hosmer going across the baseline to get that throw. Uh, Look, as we've talked about with this Padres team, there is an opportunity here for them to make a move in the National League West with some games against some bad teams. The other piece of the equation is they're just starting to put the pitching back together, Jeff. Uh, Blake Snell comes out yesterday, has a good start for them. You Darvish coming back, and if they can get Musgrove into this form and pitching the way that he did early in the year, uh, I wouldn't worry too much about the Padres being in four or five back in the National League West. No, I don't disagree with you. And again, the Padres still, to me, have the second most talent in baseball when everyone is healthy. And they have all things considered, at least with that lineup, have stayed relatively healthy this year, Adam. Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, or it, healthy right now, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it's been the rotation. I mean, there, there was a time this year where uh, you know, they were down three-fifths of that starting rotation. But you know, overall, look, they're still sitting there 15 games over 500. Their World Series odds at uh, plus 800. The Padres leading 3-1 over Miami right now. It is primetime action here on VSIN and MSG Plus. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Adam Candy. Ben Wilson here as well. And now with us it is the host of ATS Radio. At Skating Tripods on the tweets, it is Adam Burke. Adam, let's uh, dive right into this slate that's going to start at 8 o'clock Eastern here. And the game of the slate is 
the great matchup in Milwaukee, the first-place White Sox, the first-place Brewers, a really good pitching matchup as well, Lucas Giolito and Freddie Peralta. The Sox right now, a plus-117 dog on the road in Milwaukee. Brewers, minus-127, total 7.5. What would you look to do with this game with two guys, uh, especially Peralta, who has been great for most of the season? Yeah, this is one of those games for today where I had a lean on Milwaukee, wound up not playing it, especially with that early line move on the overnight numbers. But you know, the thing for Milwaukee is that they've got a bullpen advantage in just about all of their games. So even if the starters wind up canceling out a little bit, and I'm still staring at Milwaukee in the minus 120, minus 125 range, it's probably not a bad bet because you know if it's a tie game late, something like that, they're likely to be a favorite in that type of game. So and looking at tonight's game, the low total, you know, low scoring environment, something where they can win at home because they're not a very good home offense this year. It is one of those where I did have a lean towards the Brewers uh, in this Giolito and Peralta matchup. But, man, these pitching matchups this weekend, absolutely awesome with Rodon and Burns tomorrow night and then Lynn and Woodruff on Sunday night baseball coming up here in a couple days. Lucas Giolito, Adam, has been a little better uh, than he was earlier in the season. The strange thing for me when we look at Giolito's, the ground ball rate is way down for him uh, this year. Uh, what, what do you make of where Lucas Giolito is, and how would you be treating him for a guy who was in the Cy Young discussion uh, not that long ago? Yeah, you know, I mean, the biggest thing for Giolito this season, as you mentioned, the ground ball rate, and as a result, he's given up a lot of home runs. I mean, that's really the only thing in his profile that is very concerning for this season. Strikeout rate looks good. Walk rate looks good. A lot of the other peripherals look pretty solid. It's just been that long ball. And I think that that is something that is correctable. I mean, first-year pitching coach in Ethan Katz, a guy that he knows very well, was his pitching coach in high school at Harvard-Westlake. So, those two guys may be trying to tinker with some things here early on in the season, but as things progress forward here, especially when he starts to get those pretty soft offenses in the American League Central with the remaining games that are you know against division opponents, I think we can really find Giolito getting into a nice groove here the rest of the way. So wasn't able to like his projection too much tonight, but as we go forward here, if he's able to curtail that home run rate a little bit, I do think he's a guy that we want to back more often than not. Adam Burke with us right now, the host of ATS Radio, as we're live here on primetime action. Adam, I want to ask you about uh, the Tigers and the Royals. And again, not the greatest of matchups, but the Tigers are currently the hottest team in Major League Baseball. Just beat up on the Texas Rangers this week and send Willie Peralta, who's been shockingly good in his last few starts uh, on the mound. And they're a slight dog against Kansas City tonight. Do we do we just bet the streak here with the Tigers, uh, with Peralta on the mound, and especially uh, with uh, Bubik on the mound for KC, who's been inconsistent? Yeah, you know, this was a really interesting opening number, and it's one where, you know, I, I kind of thought we would see some Tigers money. We have seen a little bit here in the lead-up to the first pitch, but it was one where the line kind of told me everything that I needed to know. I mean, as hot as Detroit has been, and I did play on them in a couple of games in that Rangers series, as hot as they've been, they opened a dog here for a reason, and that reason is Willie Peralta. Peralta does have an ERA in the 160s, if I remember correctly, but his FIP is up in the 420 range. He's a clear regression candidate. There may be some recency bias in this number with Kansas City winning a couple of games up there against Milwaukee. Maybe that's kind of inflated their price a little bit. But like you said, I mean, Detroit's been on fire. They've been a phenomenal team, really, since the early part of May. 
And here they are as a dog in tonight's game. And there's a reason why they are an underdog in the minds of the odds makers. And the betting market hasn't flipped the favorite on this game. So that was one of those where I kind of took my context clues from the betting market and said, you know what? There's something about this game. There's something about this matchup, something about these two starters that has led Kansas City to be a favorite. And I'm just going to stay off of this one because, you know, obviously that wouldn't look right to a lot of people. But here we are with this game ready to go. And Kansas City is still a slight favorite. Out in Los Angeles, it is appropriately lined uh, with the Dodgers uh, closing in on $3 favorites against the Colorado Rockies, Adam, uh, David Price against Chichi Gonzalez. This is more a question about the Rockies and how you handle them the rest of the way because we know how bad this team has been on the road. They're 9-34 and away from Coors Field. How do you handle them the rest of the way? Is there any situation, any price at which you're going to look at the Rockies and think, okay, maybe I'm willing to take a chance with them away from Denver? You know, I will say this. I mean, if it wasn't Chi-Chi Gonzalez tonight, if it was maybe somebody like a John Gray, possibly even a Kyle Freeland, I probably would have taken a shot on Colorado tonight. I just worry about where the Dodgers are mentally. You know, a couple of tough losses there in that series against the Giants. They play the Giants again next week. Not entirely sure that the Dodgers will be fully engaged in this series against the Rockies. The problem is, as you mentioned, I mean, Colorado is atrocious on the road. Their offensive numbers on the road are just beyond terrible. And I don't have enough faith in Chichi Gonzalez to actually play them here tonight. If it was going to be you know, a low-scoring expectation with a Herman Marquez or a Gray, as I mentioned, or you know, even an Austin Gomber who just returned to the rotation a couple days ago, I probably would have tried Colorado tonight. You know, obviously the line would have been a little bit lower, but I probably would have given them a look, just thinking, you know what? Maybe they're going to come in here trying to be, you know, trying to play spoiler, go for the upset, whereas the Dodgers probably not fully focused. That's probably what you have to look for with Colorado. You know, when they play San Francisco, San Diego, and the Dodgers, you know, are those teams, those heavy favorites coming off of a series against each other or against another contender in the National League, something like that. I think you almost have to look for spot plays on Colorado and just hope that you know, they're able to scratch out enough runs and the other team just isn't really focused or engaged. Adam, uh, I, I want to look at the uh, let's look at the Giants and the Pirates uh, a little bit later. Uh, Nine forty-five Eastern Star. Chad Cool, Johnny Cueto. The Giants just uh, as as you said, coming off a big series win in L.A. Uh, minus one ninety on Cueto and the Giants tonight as they return home to San Francisco. The Pirates were just swept by the Diamondbacks, which is something that should not happen to anyone this season. Uh, plus one seventy-five on the take back for the Pirates. Total eight and a half. Is it worth actually taking a shot on the Pirates? I, I know that may sound crazy, but with the Giants off the emotional series win uh, in in L.A. and Chad Cool actually has not been completely terrible this year for Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is one I, I entertained the thought for a couple of minutes here this morning and, and thought, you know, exactly along the same lines that you were. Look, I mean, are the Giants, you know, ready for this step down? You know, are they going to be not big headed necessarily, but just coming off of a really big series win? Will they be fully there taking on one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball, a Pirates team that, you know, they they released Kyle Crick earlier in the week. They're kind of trying to put, you know, their stamp on this roster with the newer front office and all of that. It's just tough. You know, it's just so tough to take a really, really bad team like Pittsburgh to me, if I've got a bad team and the offense is at least somewhat competent, 
I'm more inclined to take a look at them in that regard. But tonight, the Giants could not show up and win three to two, you know, or four to three, something like that. Johnny Cueto is a guy that the market doesn't really like a whole lot. I've seen a lot of line moves against him so far this season, but the market is on him tonight. So, again, it's one of those things where I like to take a lot of context clues from what's happening out there in the betting market, from the lines, the opening lines, the line movements. And I thought about it tonight, but you know, I just I cannot trust Pittsburgh. On the plus side, I do like the Oakland and Seattle game if we're going to get to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's actually where I was headed next uh, because there are a couple of pitchers in this game in Montez and Kikuchi where the results do not necessarily match up with the underlyings, especially Kikuchi. This is one of the strangest advanced profiles that I've seen. Uh, Adam with the Mariners as short dogs at home tonight, plus 107 athletics, minus 117 total seven and a half. But a guy whose FIP is about a full run above his ERA, but his ex-FIP is about a half run below his ERA. So uh, obviously the home runs have been a weird thing for Kikuchi. Yeah, the home runs have been a weird thing for him for sure. I mean, it's again, it's really the only glaring weakness in his profile, but I'm on Oakland tonight. And looking at Kikuchi's last two starts, he's given up 12 runs in his last two starts, and his fastball velocity has been way down. I don't know if there's some sort of underlying injury here. I know he was briefly on the COVID-19 list as being a close contact or something like that, but there's something wrong with him, I feel like. There's something going on with that velocity where basically from mid-May through early July, he was averaging about 96 miles per hour with the fastball. In his last two starts, he's averaged below 95, and one of them, I think, was even 94.1. So I think there's something going on here with Kikuchi, and I've also kind of made a commitment here in the second half to fade Seattle at at any reasonable price, and I think tonight's price is very reasonable with Frankie Montas on the mound. Look, nothing against Seattle. People probably think I have a vendetta against them or something like that, but they're well over 500 with a negative run differential and a big negative run differential at that. Every alternate standings metric out there, Pythagorean win-loss, base runs, third-order win percentage, second-order win percentage, all of them suggest that this team has overachieved by seven or eight games here so far this season. Best one-run games record in baseball at 20-8. and There are a lot of negative regression signs in general for this Seattle team. So if I think that there's a matchup that's slightly favorable and the number is pretty good, I'm going to fade Seattle here in the second half, and I did do that tonight with Oakland and Frankie Montas on the bump. Adam Burke with us right now here on Primetime Action, the host of ATS Radio. Get him on the tweets, at Skating Tripods. Adam, I just want to ask you, we we talked about the Giants and the Dodgers a little bit. You can still get the the Giants uh, upwards of nearing 4-1 to to win the division, mostly plus 350, plus 375 out there to win the the uh, the NL West now. Is now the time, like the last possible time to get in on the Giants here if you are a believer in them because of the home series next week coming up against L.A. and especially after how we saw it go the Giants' way this week? Yeah, I think so. You know, especially because when you look at that series coming up next week, there are only three head-to-head meetings left between the two teams, and they'll be coming up in September, I think, September 20-something in that range. So, you know, if the Giants are able to maintain this lead, there aren't a lot of opportunities for the Dodgers to make up ground. They won't have those head-to-head games, those two-game swings. I think San Francisco is very legit. I think Farhan Zaidi knows exactly what his team needs here at the trade deadline. This offense has been extremely good since Mike Yastrzemski came back. 
The rotation is good. The bullpen has really improved throughout the course of the season. And yeah, that series isn't home next week against the Dodgers at Oracle Park. They just took three out of four. And, you know, I had some people ask me about that series, that four-game series at Dodger Stadium going into it. And I said, there's kind of this perception out there that the Giants can't beat the Dodgers, that the Giants can't play with the Dodgers. Well, they just proved that they could. Even though Kenley Jansen did blow a couple of saves in that game, the Giants had a blown save of their own. Those were all very close, very competitive games. The statistical profiles of both teams are very, very even here. The Giants continue to be disrespected in that division futures race, and I don't understand why, because they are every bit as good, I would say, as the Dodgers, and I think that they'll make an impactful trade acquisition here over the next week or so that should improve their ball club even more. So I think if you've been on the fence about taking that Giants future, I I do think that this is probably your last opportunity to get a good number on it. Staying with that division for a second, Adam, let's deal with the third team in the mix in the San Diego Padres, who are leading 3-2 tonight in uh, Miami. Is it a matter of just getting the health right with this starting rotation for San Diego, or do you think there are bigger problems that the Padres need to address as they're five and a half back, seven back in the loss column with the Giants? Yeah, you know, I think it is really concerning with their pitching depth because we've got concerns across the league. You know, going from the 60 game season last year to now playing 162 games, starters going from 60 or 70 innings up to 170 innings. You know, I do think that there are some concerns for the Padres in that regard, but also something that's concerning to me is, look, there's a ton of talent on that team. And I heard you guys talking about it right before I came on the air that, you know, maybe the Padres are the second most talented team in baseball, but even with all of that offensive talent, they only grade a little bit better than league average here. Now they have been a little bit unfortunate on some of their high velocity contact. They've not had the results that they should have on batted balls of 95 plus miles per hour. And we are kind of seeing that positively regress for them a little bit. But with all this talent, they're still you know about 2%, 3% better than league average offensively. And if you want to be in an arms race with a team like the Giants or a team like the Dodgers, you've got to be better than that. And I don't know what the ceiling actually is for this offense, but I do think that we can safely and definitively say they are the third best team in that division. He's Adam Burke. You can get him on the tweets at Skating Tripods. You can also find his work at ATS Radio. Adam, thanks for being with us tonight, and uh, good luck uh, with with the Oakland A's tonight. Uh, I may follow you on that one. Well, thank you, guys. Have a good night. Of course. Uh, always good to catch, uh, catch up with Adam Burke. Uh, while Adam was on with us, uh, Adam, uh, Adam Candy, of course, he was Adam Burke, uh, but... Uh, but really not a lot of not as much scoring as you would anticipate through major league baseball tonight but the marlins getting closer in sandy against san diego at home they are now down just 3 to 2 as uh, as you mentioned there's really not much happening here uh, after what we saw going early on it's still 2 nothing new york mets uh, over the jays looks like uh, looks like mike piazza's in the house tonight for for the New York Mets. Come on, Jeff. You should have known there was no way the Mets are losing I, I, with the Hall of Famer in I there. I wish I had known that. I wish I had known that. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bet it if I had known, known Piazza was going to be in the house tonight at, uh, at City Field. Bottom four uh, in that one, by the way. So you mentioned that Tyler McGill had been sort of a revelation uh, for New awesome York. Tonight. And he's holding down one of the best lineups in Major League Baseball at the moment. One hit through four innings for McGill so far. 2 nothing Mets still. That Alonzo two-run homer in the first inning. That's been it. 
That's the only thing that's uh, happened to that one. Yankees still leading the Red Sox one to nothing. Garrett Cole looking very sharp as he pitches in the bottom of the third. Yankees now a minus 150 favorite live. When we get back, we'll update you on the rest of the games going on across the Major League Baseball slate here on Primetime Action on VSIN and MSG+. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using the promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. I'm Jeff Barles. Adam Candy alongside Ben Wilson is here. And during the break, Adam Candy, I was reminded of this by Ben. Yesterday on the program, we, of course, had to let everyone know that Bundesliga 2, which is the second division of German soccer, started yesterday. And Ben Wilson had a winner in that with Hamburg coming from behind to beat Schalke 3-1. to one. A nice plus 180 shot, Adam Candy. I think that Ben should be congratulating himself, and this is a winner on primetime action in Bundesliga 2, apparently. Um, apparently, Ben's friends from, uh, I'm going to try to get this right, Schalke? Is you, got it. You, got, you, well, got, you Did technically uh, not come through? At, at, the, at the Veltens Arena in Gelsenkirchen, uh, where uh-huh. Schalke yeah. lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> look, look. Look, you can make up any combination of sounds right now, and I would believe it. That, that's, that's, look, Danielle's gone. So, as you guys alluded to, we, we need to find winners yeah. somewhere. <laughs> we need someone to win. Uh, yeah. So, the Hamburger helpers today were down 1-0. An impressive collapse by the Schalke. The Schalke, the mm-hmm. Royal Blues, as they're known in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, conceded three goals in the second half, two in the final three minutes, and the Hamburger helpers gave us a nice three-one win. So uh, it was a great. We need it. it was a great. Also, the fa- this game was televised today. It was great. It was on ESPN Plus. So sure, I why a, not? I had a great time watching it why while not? preparing for the show today. Guys. Why not? Two, two, two clubs that have been in Bundes in the, in the top flight of Bundesliga for a very long time, and now uh, both relegated. Both in Bundesliga too. So at least again, we I, we haven't seen the uh, we haven't seen the uh, the robotic uh, the robotic bowling video in a in a few days. You we know, needed it. no, because that's for winners. Um, yeah. But the thing is, uh, what I'm most impressed by here is that this game was televised. Like Bundesliga two, there's this demand for content, huh? Uh, uh, congratulations, Ben. I'm glad you get to uh, find things like that to watch while you're preparing for the show, at least we won't seem so boring then. No, no, well, look, if you go in the catalog, I mean, it, they, they, it goes deep as far as Apparently the, so. the, it's the, like, the options. Yeah, Netflix for sports, all right. Uh, yeah. Ben, uh, what, what's going on in Major League Baseball? Looks like the Angels are having their way with Jay Happ early. Yeah, as far as games that people actually care about, that's uh, a good, good transition here. Kurt Suzuki, two-run homer after Jose, Jose Iglesias single, so Angels strike three times in the top of the verse. That just feels like a bet Danielle definitely would have made first inning. Yes. Just, you know, just a hunch there. Uh, so the angels uh, all on, uh, on top there uh, on the road in Minnesota. And already they have jumped to a minus three seventy in game favorite twins at plus two sixty. Uh, the game that kind of the prime time uh, later game here that is just underway. Now white Sox brewers, Freddie Peralta with two strikeouts and a scoreless first, but nearly just collided with his uh, his catcher, Omar Narvaez, on a pop-up and foul territory. They make the play. Brewers nothing, nothing in the second. Minus 145. White Sox at plus 115 with a total of six and a half. As far as scoring since we last kind of did our, uh, our run around the horn here, the Orioles have taken the lead against the Nationals. Nationals had a Josh Bell solo home run to take a one-zip lead, but Austin Hayes double, Ramon Urias base hit, so 2-1 Baltimore, so maybe an in-game opportunity if, uh, if if you were so inclined to maybe get in on Washington here and did not do it pregame because they are now 
a plus 105 live underdog Baltimore at minus 135 there in the fifth eight and a half is your total as far as the other games still holding steady one one in Philadelphia in the fourth Atlanta and Philly minus 170 to the Phillies plus 140 on Atlanta six and a half now your in-game total after a whole lot of scoring early in Cincinnati it is still 2-2 into the fourth Cardinals and Reds minus 220 on Cincinnati Cardinals coming back at plus 179 and a half your total uh, the Joe Musgrove uh, up and down experience continues as you guys alluded to gives up the two runs Jesus Aguilar with the latest RBI double after an Adam Duvall who's been surprisingly really good for them 22nd home run makes it three to two Padre still minus 210 live Marlins plus 165 nine and a half is your total and it's still one nothing in Boston Yankees up one zip on the Sox Minus 150 to New York, plus 120 coming back on Boston. Seven and a half is your in-game total. I just hope the Yankees find a way to win tonight. That'll be the only the only time I think I said it all year, Adam Candy. Well, very impressive play by J.D. Davis to I, I, keep yes. Toronto off the board there. And, uh, Jeff, you're not going to win the bet, oh, but at I'm, least the Mets will win. No, no. Hey, look, again, that's one of those where it's a, the emotional hedge actually – it's all right. Again, don't like losing money, but what are you going to do on that one? Uh, looks like we might have some significant Aaron Rodgers developments actually coming soon. Adam Candy. We're going to talk about that and the Big 12 next here on Primetime Action on VSIN and MSG+. Football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro seasons than with those guides. Our experts provide profiles at every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is is only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. It is primetime action here on VSIN and MSG+. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Adam Candy. Ben Wilson here as well. We were going to talk about the Big 12, but uh, that is not what we're going to talk about right now. Sorry. Sorry, Big 12 fans. Uh, it's going to have to wait. Well, sorry, Big 12 fans in general, by yeah. the way, Jeff, because yeah, yeah, you're not yeah, going to have a exactly. conference much longer. Yeah, the conference uh, <laughs> looks like it uh, might be biting the dust with Oklahoma and, and Texas getting closer to the SEC, and I would imagine you're going to see uh, some more rumored exoduses uh, coming sooner rather than later. But... Uh, and an article out of, on, on, on SI that was picked up by Mike Florio at, uh, at Pro Football Talk. Uh, Las Vegas sportsbooks are preparing for Aaron Rodgers to retire and not return to the Green Bay Packers is the headline. Uh, again, and just checking through some of the books here, DraftKings does not have NFC North futures or Green Bay win totals up. The Westgate, uh, the Superbook here in town, removed all NFC North-related bets, and uh, so did points bet. And looking at other books that have kept it up here in town, Adam, Circa has Minnesota now as the favorite to win the NFC North at plus 145. Green Bay is backed up to plus 185. But if this is true, and this ends up being the case, that Aaron Rodgers does retire at some point next week. The article mentions Wednesday as a potential date for that. 
what it would mean is, A, the reigning MVP is out of the league. B, the Packers go from really coasting to win a pretty weak division yet again in the NFC North, which would be the third straight year they would would have done that, and causes basically, A, that week one matchup against New Orleans. We already had Michael Thomas ruled out earlier this morning for an extended period of time. That line is all sorts of craziness moving forward because we don't know the quarterback situation in New Orleans. And, B, season-long-wise, Green Bay goes from, like I said, easy favorites in the division to they're not making the playoffs with Jordan Love at quarterback. And the news today of Devontae Adams cutting off extension talks as well. Yeah, shout out to me, by the way, who was uh, trying to push both Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams' values uh, in the wide receiver market for uh, most yards and most touchdowns last night. Good to watch both of them get blown up in one day. But let's get back to the news here. Um, I can't say it's surprising. I doubt you would say it's surprising, Jeff. This seemed like this was well within the range of possibilities for Aaron Rodgers all the way along. And if we're to the point where we're taking markets down over news that we anticipate might be five days away, then you have to believe there's a little bit of fire behind this smoke. Uh, so where do you want to go first? You want to talk about the Packers? You want to talk about what it means for the rest of the division? Like, I, 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 Look, you can go any which way yeah. here because what it means for the Packers is probably the easiest discussion to have. It means Jordan Love gets shoved into the spotlight in year two with, look, they're pretty fortunate Aaron Jones decided to re-up at this point or else that offense, even with Devontae Adams, would look uh, look even more questionable than it would be without Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, you still have a good offensive line, but uh, again, uh, you take out the guy, the, to me, even at an older age, Aaron Rodgers is still a top three quarterback in this league as he proved a year ago when everyone started to say, oh, Aaron Rodgers isn't as good anymore and all that ridiculousness. For the rest of the division, look, the problem is, and we were talking about this during the break, the rest of this division really isn't any good. <laughs> Minnesota has has some pieces there, uh, but do you trust Kirk Cousins in a defense that seems to be going in the wrong direction? The Lions are in complete rebuild right now. And uh, a, again, I know they did right by Matthew Stafford, but I don't think they're trading Matthew Stafford if they if they know Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the quarterback at the Green Bay Packers next year. They may have fooled themselves into thinking, hey, wait, we might be able to win the division if he's not there. And then the Bears say, look, you're starting Andy Dalton week one from what, from what everyone said out of that camp. If you care about winning this year, I know it's tough to put the rookie quarterback in week one, but I don't, I don't need to see Justin Fields at the NFL level to – to think and probably know at this point he's better than what Andy Dalton is in 2021. So this division becomes completely wide open, Adam. I'll tell you what. The Chicago Bears last year, defensive DVOA of eight, special teams DVOA of eight, no surprise that they were held back by Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, and the offense. And I know it sounds ludicrous to say because of what it took to get them there, it was a playoff team last year. Yes, it was. This was a playoff team <laughs> last season, and a lot of those pieces are still in place, and you're still going to do things like bring back Akeem Hicks, who didn't play in the playoffs. Look, I, 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 I hesitate even saying it out loud, but I think the Chicago Bears' uh, futures have to be the ones that I'm looking at here. Go ahead, Ben. I'm just going to say, too, with, uh, you know, I wonder as well, like, we know how the dirty little secret of bookmaking, we had this conversation with Gil and Matt last week during the WNBA totals all-star game uh, fiasco. <laughs> like, at what, at what point do we just think there was just some, you know, one book out here heard something 
and basically took it down. And you basically see a reaction because that's become the thing now. Every book just reacts to what, what, what an originator does. It's not the same as a game line here. And maybe this is just my, uh, you know, as, as, a, you're, as you're, a Wisconsin you're, guy, I just wanted to deny everything. You're, but you're just trying what's, to, what's to say? Look, we have, we have, we have maybe one report. We saw how much of a, a fraud report the Mark Schlereth thing was. And yet that still has had impact in the, in the Denver Broncos still being the second favorite at least up, you know, up until uh, up the, the past week or so to, to be the team second favorite behind the Packers for him to take his first snap at, despite that being like an NFL draft night deal that obviously never happened. So that's just, that's the only devil's advocate point I would make here is what's to say this wasn't one book hearing something. And now all of a sudden the entire market's like, well, they're off the board. So let's just follow suit. I, I mean, I don't know that you're necessarily playing devil's advocate. This is how these markets move. Like, yeah. like, like, like there is no actual information that they move on. If there's actual information, then they all come down at the same time, right? Correct. So, you know, if it's just a safety move, then sure. Uh, then we understand that if someone decided to make the move and everybody else is following, yeah. And I, I get it when we talk about um, whether it's MVP markets, whether it's futures, et cetera, et cetera. It, you're moving on air and you're moving on rumors. Oh, and we'll probably we'll, we'll probably know next week. Training camp begins next week, based off the SI article from uh, from Bill Huber. Uh, it looks like it would be a scenario where it would be next week on Wednesday is the day that uh, is the rumored one. And uh, again, multiple books pulling down the odds, including uh, as you see on the board, the divisional odds not there at DraftKings right now. So it will be something to monitor over the next week. And if nothing comes of it, then uh, we continue to wait for Aaron Rodgers in week one, probably, Adam Candy. When we get back, Paul Carr of True Media Sports will join us next. Talking Gold Cup, Adam Candy's favorite. That's next here on Primetime Action on VSIN and MSG+. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you VIP material? DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and much more. Visit VEASAN, or excuse me, visit DraftKings.com slash VEASAN to learn more. Plus, every, and everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up with the promo code VSIN to claim your exclusive offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. I'm Jeff Parles. He's Adam Candy. Ben Wilson is with us as well. And now it is our guy Paul Carr talking soccer. Gold Cup action resumes tomorrow in the knockout stage of True Media Sports. Paul, uh, let's just dive right in. Let's start with the first game in Glendale tomorrow night, a 7.30 start. Qatar, El Salvador. Qatar, uh, again, in uh, in the in this tournament for uh, reasons that don't have to do with uh, on-the-pitch <laughs> reasons. Uh, but Qatar, a, a pretty reasonable favorite here. Uh, minus 130 in the regulation three-lay line. But you're looking at the total here, Paul. Yeah, I'll first say, you're right, there are off-the-field reasons Qatar is here. There are a few on-the-field reasons, just the sense that Qatar is hosting the World Cup next year, so they don't have World Cup qualifiers to go through. But the bottom line is, they put a lot of time and money into putting this team together. This is not a um, minnow of a team, even though they have really very little soccer pedigree. They won the Asian Championship a couple years ago. So this is a decent team, and they've looked like it so far. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I would favor them if you're making me pick a side here. My play is the over, and I'm playing the all-time of over two and a half at plus 160. Uh, the three guitar group games at 12 goals, and that's right in line. It's actually a little, little below their expected goals total, so kind of the underlying numbers, what they suggest, how many goals there should have been. That's the most of the tournament. Uh, they possess the ball very well, create a lot of opportunities. El Salvador is going to press them. And one way or the other, I think that's going to lead to goals. It should be a, a bit of a crazy game. Perhaps. And so, yeah, over two and a half plus 160 might play for Qatar El Salvador Saturday. 
Paul, I know you like uh, Mexico in the match. That'll be the, the second uh, match tomorrow in Glendale against Honduras. It does seem just in general like it's the same story for El Tri. Fantastic defense, yep. and they just haven't really had any uh, scoring with just the four goals in the three uh, group stage matches yeah. so far. I mean, and I, I know it is obviously a very nice matchup for them uh, against Honduras. So uh, where, how do you break down a matchup like this? And is this kind of a spot you see Mexico really breaking through from uh, an offensive standpoint? Yeah, I think they do. You mentioned the four goals, and I think there is a perception that you know they kind of muddled through the group stage, which they, which they kind of did. They drew Trinidad nil-nil. They beat El Salvador one-nil. However, you look at the next layer of numbers. They outshot Trinidad thirty to four, and they outshot Guatemala seventeen to four in a win. So they're out shooting their opponents by about almost like twelve, fifteen shots a game on average. So they've had plenty of opportunities. The shots just haven't gone in. So I think they're fine, even though you know, the results may not have been as dramatic as they'd like. So, yeah, so I like Mexico here. I'm playing them on the Asian handicap, uh, minus one, minus one and a half, even money there. Kind of hedging a bit just in case it's one of those dominant one no win again, or maybe Honduras gets a goal late, because Honduras is almost certainly going to pack it in. If you saw them against the U.S. and Nations League last month, you thought that's what they did. I would expect more of the same here. But kind of as you said, Mexico is way better. Uh, you know, I think multiple goals is likely. I'm just hedging it a little, playing the Asian handicap, getting even money. Paul, USA, nearly a $2 favorite, minus 180 at DraftKings against Jamaica in its quarterfinal um, early goal against Canada that ends up being the one to decide the game for them. How are you handicapping the Americans? Yeah, I don't, I don't have a play here, but if, if I'm you're making me do something, I'm leaning Jamaica in this just because you get a nice price. And, you know, you may wait on this. This game is until Sunday. Uh, Jamaica at Will Hill at least was like plus 450 this morning. They're plus 480 now, so it may still drift that way a little bit. That's to win in 90 minutes um, and plus 300 to advance. I kind of like both of those numbers. I just think, you know, this is not the AUS team. This is not the, you know, headline guys playing in Europe with Christian Pulisic and Tyler Adams and Weston McKinney and Gio Reyna. These guys are not there because they were at Nations League last month. So this is a, a B team uh, uh, for the U.S. And Jamaica's got most of the big guns. You know, Leon Bailey is a guy who may transfer to the Premier League from Leverkusen this offseason. So, yeah, Jamaica's got weapons. They always have speed. You know, it's a cliche, but it's true. And I think they've, they've got a puncher's chance here. The U.S. hasn't been uh, dynamic, hasn't been great in the group stage, and Jamaica's got plenty of Gold Cup experience. So I, I lean Jamaica in this matchup. Paul Carr with us right now here on Primetime Action of True Media Sports, the Expected Value podcast. Paul, I know you don't have a play on this uh, fourth quarterfinal game, but the Canadians taking on Costa Rica. Costa Rica, a slight favorite on Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time at plus 170 in the 90 minutes plus stoppage time three-way line. Uh, any thoughts on what you've seen from Canada? You were at the Canadian-U.S. game uh, yeah. over the weekend. Just what did you see from Canada in that, that match? And do you at least give them a puncher's chance here against Costa Rica? Sure. Yeah, yeah, this is a pretty even matchup uh, overall. I think Canada's midfield is very strong. Their challenge is that a couple of their attackers are both hurt and out for the tournament. Kyle Laren. Uh, who went to UConn, played in Orlando, and is now in Turkey. He's hurt. Uh, Ayo Akinola is a uh, American youth system, but he's on Toronto now. He's hurt. So two of the best forwards, two starting forwards are out. So I really like Canada in the midfield. The question is, can they overcome all these injuries? Because uh, I, I, think, I think they have more talent than Costa Rica does. Canada just has a history of underachieving in tournaments over the last 20-plus years and a World Cup qualifying. 
So, yeah, I kind of lean toward the under in this. I know you have to pay a lot of juice to get under two and a half. I think it's like minus 180, which makes me a little hesitant. But that's, that's kind of the way I lean, and I really think this game could go either way. Paul, if we're looking at the futures market here for this tournament, Mexico, the slight favorite over Team USA, plus 140 on Mexico, plus 150 on Team USA, Costa Rica 10 to 1, Qatar 12 to 1, Canada 14 to 1, Jamaica 20 to 1, and then Honduras and El Salvador bringing up the rear at 25 to 1, these odds via DraftKings. Is there anyone other than Team Mexico or Team USA that you would take a look at here in this futures board? Yeah, I would say. Qatar is kind of worth a shot. You know, you're usually hoping to get to the final and you can hedge it a little bit. Um, but, you know, they're favored against El Salvador. Uh, they're, they haven't played much worse than the U.S., if worse at all. You could definitely make a case they've been better. Uh, the U.S. has a real chance of losing. So, you know, if the U.S. loses, you know, Qatar is probably even money, maybe a slight favorite-ish against Jamaica. So, yeah, I think there's a case to play Qatar at plus 1,200 uh, because if they get past this game, they could have a decent matchup. And, yeah, you're kind of hoping they get to the final and maybe you can hedge it a little against Mexico, presumably. Paul, uh, let's uh, shift over to the Olympics real quick. Uh, the women's side, uh, Team USA mm-hmm. was handled easily by Sweden uh, or yeah. earlier in the week, 3-0 the final. And that one, Team USA will take on uh, New Zealand overnight here in the States. Uh, technically Saturday. Uh, but, Paul, even in the futures market, even with that beatdown Team USA took, they're still a plus-120 favorite to win gold in Tokyo at DraftKings. Sweden plus-350. The Netherlands at 4-1 to one off their 10-4 win over Zambia. And then Great Britain at 6-1, to one, rounding out the top four. Would you still bet on Team USA? It's pretty easy to get through into the knockout stage in this tournament right. since it's only 12 teams and eight go through. Yeah, that's that's the important thing to know is uh, the top two in each group go through plus the two best third-place teams. So if you get a win and a draw, you're going through. And if you just get, even get three points and don't have a terrible goal difference, you're, you're probably going through. So, yeah, the U.S. is going to get through uh, because they're going to roll past New Zealand uh, early tomorrow morning. I mean, this is the case where, you know, if you ask me to pick U.S. or the field, I'm definitely taking the field. Uh, and then at the same time, U.S. is still the odds-on favorite, and justifiably so. They're the best team. Uh, they have the most talent. They're the deepest, which is going to be important as all these, because they're playing, you know, six games in the course of just over two weeks, basically. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I don't think that they're worth a run at, you know, even money plus 120 or something to win the title right now. Because, frankly, that's not going to change over the next, you know, until the knockout round starts because you, you know more or less what the path is going to look like. So, yeah, I don't think it's worth playing necessarily, but they're still the odds-on favorite, uh, and that's the game I would pick, you know, if I just had to take one to win independent of the odds. He's Paul Carr. You can get him on the tweets at Paul Carr. You can also find his great work at True Media Sports, the Expected Value Pod, and also as well at ESPN Chalk. Paul Always a pleasure to catch up with you. Good luck with your bets. And, uh, I, hey, anytime we're rooting for a lot of goals in a, in, in a Qatar-El Salvador match, uh, we we, we got to do it as a collective unit, Paul. You don't, you don't want to do that on your own. you got to get everybody else involved, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. You bet. Have a good one. You as well. And good luck on your plays this weekend. The two official plays for Paul. Alt over in El Salvador and Qatar at two and a half. Over plus 160. And then... The Asian handicap market, Mexico minus one slash minus one and a half, even money against Honduras. Uh, Both of those games tomorrow night 
Uh, so get your bets in. Make sure you get them in by 7 o'clock Eastern before that first game in uh, in Arlington tomorrow for Qatar. Yeah, let, let, let's, uh, let's 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 give me a, get get an update on a bet that I lost here, Adam Candy. Tyler McGill has thrown six shutout innings. Pete Alonso homered in the uh, first inning, two nothing Mets as they play in the bottom of the sixth. Then my Blue Jays first five is uh, going to collapse like those cups are in three, oh, two, no. and oh, one. Oh, no. But you know what? That was an emotional hedge, so you're okay. You're a loser. It has been a, uh, it's been a lot of that this week. But the Yankees are still ahead. one nothing in the bottom of the fourth, so we're still alive there, Adam Candy. Only because of Garrett Cole, because a pitcher who came from Worcester just this afternoon, Phillips Valdez, replacing Eduardo Rodriguez, who had a migraine and left the game, has shut down the Yankees for three innings. one nothing New York. Very, uh, very impressive, uh, very impressive showing from Cole, especially how he was bombarded before the All-Star break at Fenway. Great, really, two good starts so far against the Red Sox out of the All-Star break. When we get back, Adam Candy, we're going to look at the NFC East as a whole. Your New York football giants we talked about earlier, but we will look at the rest of the division next. And for the MSG Plus audience, we're done on there today. We'll see you guys on Monday. We continue on here on VSIN on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.